Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I, I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Everybody, Rev here. Before we get into the episode this week, just a few reminders of some things we have going on. First, we have the cosplay contest that ends on May 21st. That is this Friday. Uh, so if you've got costumes, make sure you tag us on Twitter or send those in through the website or email them to us at the cast of the Crit Show Podcast.com. Also, tonight, Wednesday, May 19th, uh, over at twitch.tv slash livestream for the cure at 8 p.m. Eastern, we are going to be playing a one-page RPG, as they attempt to reach their goal this year of raising $15,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. Uh, so if you would like to join us, again, that is twitch.tv slash livestream for the cure. That is tonight, May 19th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we will be doing a one-page RPG. Uh, and then lastly, if you are new to our Patreon, boy, it took a minute, but all of the content now on our Patreon is tagged. So when you sign up or if you're already a member and you're looking for Hero Salad, you're looking for Investigate the History, they are all tagged now. So in your app on the website, uh, you can click on those tags to see all of the episodes in order. Uh, and again, that is over at patreon.com slash the crit show. Uh, and with that, it's time to get to the episode. So here the three of you are inside of Damien's car tooling down the highway. Uh, which one of you is in shotgun? Me. So Tass Damien glances at you in the rearview mirror. So you say you want power. I do actually have something that uh, I need from you. Actually, two somethings. I've got two pieces of energy left to find to uh, break open this prison. And he taps his pocket that you know the necklace is in. I was thinking maybe one now and one when you get back because, I mean, if you don't come back, then... Uh, yeah... yeah. That works. That way you're insured something now, and then we complete the deal when we're back. At the very least, if we don't make it, you're halfway there. All right, so the deal is I will give you some power that you can take with you and keep when you come back. And in exchange for that, you'll help me collect the last two pieces of the energy that I need. I accept. All right. So the place that we're going to go is uh, the Eastern State Penitentiary. Uh, there's an item there that I've heard is almost like a holy relic. That it's, uh, do you know the Eastern State Penitentiary? No, I can't say I've ever been. It's a, it's like the first penitentiary. Literally, it was the first prison to use the name penitentiary. It's located in Pennsylvania. It was actually one of the first buildings to have like plumbing and stuff before even the White House. This is where Al Capone was kept. It's where uh, a lot of death row inmates were kept. It closed back in 1970 and is like a partial museum now. Uh, obviously, they're not open at night 
which is where you all come in. I can't seem to go on the grounds. I don't know if it's the power from whatever is is there, but something makes it so I can't get on the grounds. Oof, okay. So, yeah, I mean, do we think even holy ground type situation or just some other power? I mean, the energy that I needed was like a holy or a, a light energy, so it's definitely something along those lines, and it keeps me out, so that's definitely a good indicator. Okay, man. Do you know what this object is supposed to be? I don't. I don't even know exactly where it's supposed to be. I have a guess. There is a chapel there. That would be my guess. But uh, almost certainly magical in essence. Yeah. All right. Well, there's a good chance that one way or another I'll be able to see it. So, So yeah, the big thing is going to be getting into the prison and then finding it and getting back out. Right. So we'll need some guard uniforms and ID badges and the schedule. Yeah. This is how we're going to do this, right? We are going to do this like a like a prison heist, yes? I think we'd need some time to uh, do some surveillance and figure out the layout. Do we have do we have blueprints? Oh, yeah. I actually gave Jake blueprints once upon a time for a heist similar to this. <laughs> uh, I know how much he likes them, so I, I got you this. And he reaches over to the glove box and opens it up and pulls out like a threefold pamphlet for the Visitor's Bureau. <laughs> oh, shit. The, uh, I was joking. Eastern State Penitentiary. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> And so I've just handed them a physical map of what you can get on the uh, Easter State Penitentiary's website. <laughs> Very good. I'm going to hold on. I need to have this tattooed on my body. <laughs> this means nothing to me. All right. Let's fucking do this. Yeah. So he does indicate on that map where the where the chapel is. Uh, and Megan, it's right about where your pointer finger is. It's that little L-shaped building. Okay. Okay. So are we really trying to look for all that stuff or are we just going to... No, it's not like an operational prison anymore. I don't think we can put on the guard uniforms and go in there. Okay, good. Because I was just going to say ski masks and a flaming sword to bust doors open. Yeah, I imagine. I mean, can I Can I just like Google the website? Like, can yeah. I bring up the website? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that right now <laughs> in real life. Okay. All right. So it looks like they do daytime tours and nighttime tours. So I say we hop in on a daytime tour. So that we can walk around, look at the place, figure out a plan, and also I can cover some ground to get us back to. And then it looks like nighttime tours are no longer than about 90 minutes. So looks like they're all over by midnight. We could just pop back in after midnight and try to get this done. Yeah, and I think, too, there's a lot on that website, and I went over some of it earlier. Uh, the thing about the nighttime tours is that, for the most part, they are ghost hunters. Hmm. We could use that as an excuse of like why we're there and like kind of why we would push a little bit to to see certain things i feel like this is a good idea i feel like going in the daytime and like getting a a layout an idea of what's there in in good lighting could be really good yeah yeah i like this oh man i'm so excited i've never done ice before i've always wanted to yeah and you can see on that map that i've given you all of the areas that are darked out are not on the tour so it's only those main corridors that are on the tour so like the chapel the basketball court a lot of the areas you guys were talking about um, they will not lead you through Still, getting a look at and moving through some of it is better than none of it. Yeah, I like this. Let's go. I book our tickets online. All right. Sounds like you guys got a plan. And Damien points at a tunnel coming up on the road and snaps his fingers. And you see that it's ringed in fire. And he drives through it and comes out in Pennsylvania. Oh, man. That's so cool. (laughs) Well, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, it takes a little energy. But I figure I'm not going to be expending too much this afternoon slash this evening. So... Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. So we find the three of you outside of the Eastern State Penitentiary uh, waiting in line with your tickets. The tour guide comes through and hands you all earbuds to put in that has the walking tour on it. Uh, And I think it's safe to say I have stashed my uh, noticeable equipment. Yeah. Is there anything that you're trying to sneak in to the prison? No. No, I feel like everything that they would search or like find through a detector or something, we could just give to Jake to pocket for us. All right. So the tour guide, who is like a, a scrawny, redheaded 19-year-old kid, got a, a backpack full of earbuds that he's handing out. He gestures to the door and talks about the construction of it and how this 30-foot high wall that goes around the entirety of the penitentiary and that all the windows on the outside are just for show. After he hands out all of the earbuds and opens up the double door, He indicates up to these two large black gargoyles. These are Frank and Carson. They were placed here a long time after the prison closed. Uh, It's believed that they were here to keep all of the ghost prisoners uh, of some of the most deadly people that were kept in this prison who died in the prison or were executed here to keep those ghosts in check. 
Oh, you know I'm opening my site to look at these things. Roll investigate a mystery. Okay. Eight. All right, you get to hold one. What's being concealed here? Yeah, the thing that is being concealed here is that there doesn't seem to be any magic radiating from them currently, but it's almost like you see a residue on them as if they're only magical part of the day. Okay, cool. Um, I, I'm giving both of them a pointed look and nodding towards the gargoyles. Is that the is that the like thing that we're supposed to get? I don't think we're supposed to get those, but I think they actually are a thing, like protectors. Neat. They're not active right now, which makes me think they're probably active at night. Double neat. That is the ghost times, yeah. It is the ghost times. On with the tour. So those of you who are here for the tour are more than welcome to follow me as we take a trip through Eastern State Penitentiary's lavish history. Or you can simply put in your earbuds and there are numbers listed with each stop location and you can select on the right earbud, fast forward or rewind until you get to the appropriate number to hear about the section you are in. Does the information on the earbuds, is it is it the same information you would convey to us? Uh, I do have a few interesting tidbits that I have learned in my time here, either from previous guests or previous workers. You throw in some jokes and stuff? Knock, knock. Who's there? Oink, oink. Oink, oink who? Make up your mind or you are a pig or an owl. It's unrelated to the prison. There's not a lot of good family-friendly humorous <laughs> jokes around prisons. <laughs> that is my icebreaker. I like it a lot. Thanks. All right, we're going to go. I want to kind of pull them in, though. Like, do we go with him? Like, Would we have noticed or thought about the gargoyles if he hadn't pointed it out? Maybe we should stick with him to get the highlights from him. Yeah, I, I think getting any other information. Did he say his name? No, he did not say his name, but he is wearing a name badge that says Rory. I raise my hand. Uh, question, Rory. Yes. Hi. Um, so, uh, you said that there was some information and facts and stuff that you'd picked up over time. Um, like we, we would love to take the tour with you, but also kind of want to take our time to look around, but we don't want to miss out on that information. Is that something you kind of know off the top of your head that you could just kind of fill us in on? And so as we go through the tour, we can be like, oh yeah, that's what he said about this place. Uh, kind of. It's not like my tight five. It's a little different every time. Like, oh, sometimes I remember this bit. Sometimes I remember that, you know, and sometimes sometimes there are people who are, you can tell they're really interested in uh, the history or they're really interested in the escape. And so as a performer, I adjust my presentation to fit the audience. Oh, yeah. No, I, that makes sense. Uh, What are you interested in, ma'am? Ev everything. Like, I want to know history and the facts, the knowledge. I want all of it. We have many brilliant books written by inmates and architectural experts in the gift shop. Kind of looking for it a little quicker than sitting down and reading a book. Eventually, definitely. But uh, you do this, you know, as a as professionally. And I'm sure that you have some just some fascinating information. So anything that you can just fill us in on, I want to hear about it as we're kind of looking at it. I'm kind of like a visual learner, you know, like as I see things, it'll help stick better than if I were to read about it. So if you could just like tell us anything that comes into your head. Now or on the tour? Uh, if it's better for you to do it on the tour. And I think I look at the, the guys. Is there any specific questions you would like to ask? I, um, and you can see that like the other people are like waiting for him to move the tour on. Uh, because there is like a window for this. Uh, I am. I would be happy to answer any specific questions you have, uh, but to make a litany of everything I may have learned in my three months here, um, I, I do need to get on with the tour. If you want to go on with him, we'll kind of take the slow way and just kind of look around. Okay. I'll look back to Rory. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely uh, come along. I think I'll probably hang near the back uh, just because I don't want to, you know, interrupt every time. But like, if you think of anything as you go along, I'm definitely like audience wise, I definitely want to hear whatever comes into your head. Oh, what what's your name? Uh, my name is... Uh, um... It sounds like you're lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name, um, mm -hmm. uh, Alice. I... But it sounded like there was a question mark at the end of that. Oh, uh, I didn't know if you want. Like, I thought of my nickname. Like oh. most people, just call me Allie. But I, I, oh. my name is my name is Alice. And I, just I see. Do you prefer Alice or Allie? Um, I I prefer I prefer Alice. Oh, it's awful to have a nickname that you don't prefer. Yep. Yep. Oh, come on, Alice. You're my special guest today. I'll be at the back. You just go ahead and do your thing. And uh, any any great facts and knowledge, anything you got to drop, I'm here for it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you fall to the back 
of this group of three other people, uh, and he starts to lead you all inside. So, Jake and Tass, where are you headed? Uh, well, it looks like the closest point that you can that you're allowed to go outside. Maybe not quite the closest, but one of the closest is the uh, the little tunnel escape area. Um, so I feel like maybe we go down down there, down to the end of that cell block and step outside and see if there's a way we can sneak away and start making our way uh, through the yard towards the chapel. Yeah, I like that. So the two of you head in through cell block one. And as you go down this, the walking tour is going on that same hallway, but obviously not keeping pace with you. And when you come to the central hub where all of these cell blocks meet, you can see that there is a large office building there with plexiglass windows looking down. It's like a surveillance hub, and you can see tons of computer equipment in there, uh, as well as monitors showing the images from cameras from all over the penitentiary. And as the two of you start to head down cell block seven, you pass signs uh, for the machine shop and the auto repair shop on your way to the exit at the end of the cell block that will lead outside uh, to the area where the escape tunnel is. And very softly in the distance, Tash, you hear a baby crying. What the fuck? Do you hear that? N- no. I'm, I, I don't know. What is it? Oh, come on. There's a baby crying. I'm hearing a baby crying. I assume children are allowed on the tour. Yeah, but you don't hear it? Well, no. Okay, so then it's messed up. Okay, and? Well, it's daytime. What's it? This is not supposed to be creepy now. Witching hour. Ghost times. Do you want to go look for it? Well, kinda. I know that's not really the point here, but we gotta know what's going on in here, don't we? Sure, man. You you lead the way. I don't know where we're going. I guess I'm gonna try to figure out what direction it's coming from. Yeah, and as you start to turn to listen for it, having now talked to Jake, you realize that in the conversation with him, it has faded away. Aw, damn it. It's gone. Uh, Jake, but behind you, you do hear the handle on the cell behind you jiggling. Uh, I want to look at it. Does it look like it's jiggling? It doesn't. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. Something, it looked to me like that handle was jiggling, but it's not. Okay, hey, ghosts, it's me, your boy. Like, we're chill. We're not, like, meaning any harm. We just want to, like, check it out. You feel a tap on your shoulder. Ha! I'm turning. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) I want to try to open my sight again and see if there's anything invisible near. Yeah, roll investigate a mystery. Okay. Boxcars, that is a 13. All right, you get a hold, too. What's being concealed here? As you spin around and you open up your vision, you again see that element of magic, but not active magic. Like there's just some dull residual magic in the air. Uh, and you can see that it's like almost like a, like a smell trail in a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's going into one of the cells. Oh, I'm going to follow it. Yeah, you follow it. And there's just a display cell that is set up. Uh, and you can see that at the foot of the bed, Uh, There is a crack in the floor, and it seems like that's where it's originating from. Not like it's coming through the floor, but that's just its point of origin. Okay, for my second one, what happened here? So I think because you have your vision open and you're seeing this little bit of magical essence and you're focusing on it, for a brief second you get a flash of two people fighting in this cell, and one of them gets picked up and slammed into the ground, and as their head hits... It knocks that little chunk of rock out, and you can see blood start to flow out, and then your vision's normal again. Whoa, okay, yeah. We've got somebody getting messed up in here. See that little chip in the floor? Yeah. That's a head mark. That's somebody getting smacked into that. Did did it kill him? I have to assume. Okay, so this place is genuinely haunted, and they're at least moderately active always, but we think they're, what, going to be more active later? Yeah, this still seems residual. I don't know if this thing was trying to get our attention over here or whether I just happened to notice it. Well, that's good to know, but should we continue what we were trying to do? Yeah, um, I think I am just looking around the room specifically just to see if there's anything else odd outside of just you know what I, what I just saw, but um, otherwise I would be ready to head out. Yeah, as the two of you head down the remainder of this cell block, you don't see anything else out of the ordinary. You don't hear any strange sounds. Uh, But you do come to a door at the end that leads outside, and it's got a sign on it that says uh, Escape Tunnel and Archaeology. Yeah, I want to go out there. Yeah, it leads you outside to a small area that's fenced off with like a a six-foot-high chain-link fence, and arrows lead you around the side of the building 
where there is the escape tunnel uh, that was used in an escape uh, that helped almost a dozen prisoners get free from this place. Okay, what do we think out here? Do you want me to try to get over this fence and sneak my way along close to the chapel, let you know, and then you can teleport to me? Well, let's listen to the the tour about this segment first. Maybe it will enlighten us on what we should do. Yeah, okay. I want to skip through the, the little thing to get to this part of the tour. Yeah, you get to that part of the tour, and I think the interesting thing that you discover in listening to it is that, much like the Shawshank Redemption, the way that they got rid of the earth that they dug out was through their pants pockets into the yard. They took it out a handful at a time in their pockets. And part of their escape was that everyone who worked there believed that the wall extended 15 feet below the earth. And the people doing the escape discovered that it only went down nine feet. So it actually made their escape faster than what they had thought. When they broke out, um, they came up directly in front of two guards who were so shocked that a number of the people who were escaping were able to scatter and run, uh, and two people were caught. Damn, that whole thing's wild. I don't think it helps us any right now, though. Yeah, all right. Well, I think what I'm doing right now, then, is looking around this fenced-in area for, like, where cameras might be aiming at it. If I think at all there's a way for me to get over this fence unnoticed. Yeah, you definitely see more than a few cameras. Um, They are all over this place. You know that from the brochure, even that a lot of money has gone into restoring this place. It was left abandoned for quite a few years, uh, and a lot of money went back into recreating and uh, revitalizing it for the purposes of history and the tours. Um, I think that you could probably try to act under pressure to move with the cameras in a way that could let you get over this fence without being spotted. Yeah, I will absolutely try. Okay. That's an eight. All right, so Tash, you can get over this fence unobserved by the cameras, but you're going to drop something and leave it behind. You're going to draw some unwanted attention for Jake, who you are leaving on this side of the fence, or you're going to pull something as you go, and you're going to have a minus one ongoing to anything involving dexterous, sneaky things until you can find a way to, to remedy your issue. Yeah, I didn't really bring much in. So I don't think I have too much compelling to leave behind. I think I'm going to hurt myself. Yeah, so you were able to scale this fence and hop over the side. But because this other side is not meant for tourists, uh, there are some little potholes on the other side and you twist your ankle as you land. Uh, But you are over the fence. Megan, back inside on the guided tour, uh, you have learned quite a few things about the Eastern State Penitentiary. The first thing that Rory stops to tell you is about all of the haunted features that people have claimed to see. He tells you that in cell block seven, there are reports of people hearing a baby cry. There are reports of handles jiggling like inmates trying to get out of their cell. There are reports of a blob of energy just materializing and vanishing. There are reports of people hearing strange voices whispering their name. And because of all of these things and the number of times they have been reported by different guests and workers here, Eastern State Penitentiary is considered one of the most haunted places in the world. Is there anything in particular you want to do on this tour other than glean the pieces of information that they have to hand out? I think I would probably ask about what's new. Like if they talk about this place has been renovated, I want to know kind of like that's great that they put so much effort into to revitalizing this place and preserving this history. Like what has been put into place to really set that in stone? Yeah. So the thing that He talks about the most when you ask about that. Um, A lot of money went into redoing the plumbing for the parts that were going to be toured, the lighting, uh, making sure that the building itself was structurally whole, recreating Al Capone's cell. Um, And then a lot of time was put into redoing over a dozen murals uh, that were painted inside of one of the original warden's offices. His office was located on your map on 19, which is right at the end of cell block one. And his name was Michael Cassidy. uh, And he built these offices in 1880. And he was a very devout Catholic who was a warden here. And his office was down amongst the inmates. And after he retired, the warden's office was actually moved out to the administrative building uh, because they just felt it was too unsafe to be there. Uh, But during the time there, uh, a number of inmates painted murals inside of his office Uh, And a lot of money and time has gone into restoring those various paintings. Excellent. I guess on the other side of that, I would like to know what has been left untouched. 
Uh, that he doesn't know. Um, as far as he is aware, uh, I guess I should just talk. Uh, as far as I know, everything has, has at least had a, a rough going over, um, you know, just for the sake of safety. Um, I can't really think of any place that hasn't been uh, been dealt with. Maybe, no, the roof probably would have been. Uh, he looks down at the ground. Oh, maybe these cement floors, they look kind of original. Okay, excellent. Thank you. You're welcome. So, Tass, outside, you have gotten over the fence and have started to move through the yard. What exactly are you doing? I am trying to make my way along the building and, uh, you know, stay under the cameras if I can and get as close to the chapel as possible. Okay, so I think this is going to be another act under pressure just to get fully from where you are to the chapel. It's like it's like two and a half cell blocks away uh, at, a, at the widest part of the prison. So Okay. Oh, I bet. Yeah, that's going to be with a minus one, too, trying to move carefully. You are correct. Oh, damn it. And that brings me down to a nine. So, yeah, I think you can get to the chapel without being spotted by the cameras. But I think the ramification here is going to be that you are spotted by one of the groundskeepers. So it's not someone on camera. It's not someone with strong authority here, but you are seen by somebody. Yeah, that makes absolute sense. And I know it probably doesn't super help, but I'm doing that kind of, as soon as I know I'm spotted, like moving like a person that yeah. is supposed to be there kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Give me a... I shouldn't have opened my stupid mouth. <laughs> give me a charm roll. Okay. And you're you're behaving like someone who should be there as opposed to someone who is lost. Yes. Okay. That's a six. Yeah, you start to strut across the grass uh, as if you were supposed to be here. And uh, this little old woman with the hedge clippers looks up. Are you all right? Are you lost? Uh, I mean, I, I haven't seen this area before, but I think I know the direction I'm going. Thanks. Oh, who are you? Uh, do, you have, do you have a do you have a badge or an ID? Oh, no, they didn't give me one. And I'm still I'm just trying to to keep walking. But uh, like, yeah, and she is like trimming the hedges at the church. It's like you're just walking oh, at her. Okay. Um, I am, I think I am just walking up to her then if she's at the church. Uh, no, they didn't, they didn't give me anything. I, I was, uh, looking around. I'm supposed to kind of check out some of the, the areas outside of the grounds here. Oh, I see. What, what's your name? Everyone's supposed to have a badge. Let me, uh, here, let me make a call. And she reaches down towards her hip where she's got like a little walkie talkie. What, what was your name? Alice. <laughs> <laughs> Alice, that's a that's a very unusual name, M- Mister Mister Alice. Oh, oh, I see. What's your first name? I don't use it. <laughs> you're doing it. You're playing that Phil really good. Oh, like <laughs> like Prince or Kinda. Madonna. Yeah, except only the last name. Yeah, I think I've seen what I need to, uh, and I just turn on a heel and start walking back the other way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that as you walk, like you hear her going, "Well, no, how, just to, and you hear her start talking into the walkie-talkie. Yep. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. So, Jake, you are standing where Tass went over the fence, and a minute or two passes. Um, is there anything you want to be doing while you're out here? Is the dig still actually here? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it navigable? Yeah. Is it accessible? There's like a barrier around it, but it's only like a foot high. So you can just step over and into it. So wait, does it seem like I shouldn't? Like I'm not supposed to, but I could? Yeah, I think so. And I'm on camera, right? Uh, there is a camera that is slowly pivoting. So you are now. Uh, now you're not. I'll, I'll go now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you go down. There is a ladder uh, that goes down. It's almost a straight drop. And then once you get to the bottom of that ladder, there's actual like caution tape and stuff here now. It says, you know, do not trespass and things like that. Uh, but you can see that it starts to angle down. Uh, and then drop down again. Yeah, I'll start walking this tunnel. Yes, yeah, so you head down the incline of this tunnel, then drop down again, uh, and then it turns into a place where you would have to crawl on your hands and knees, but it starts to level out and go straight. 
I didn't come this far to only come this far. Let's do this. Okay. So you crawl on your hands and knees for a minute or two. It's a pretty long crawl, uh, but then you come to another ladder that leads up. I'll go up it. Yeah, so you climb up this ladder, uh, and at the very top, there is a hatch. I have no way of knowing if the hatch is on camera. Correct. I want to peek the hatch very gingerly. Uh, Roll act under pressure. Yeah, okay. Six. (laughs) This hatch is much lighter than you expected. Like, it's painted to look like metal. It's wood. And so you just flap it open. (laughs) As you do, you kind of pop your head up like you were going to peek, but you just, you stood too fast. Uh, And there's a crowd of people around taking pictures of this area. And there's a big sign behind you that says, you know, the escape tunnel used in, you know, 19 da 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 da. And you're just poking your head out of it uh, as these people take pictures. I I think I climb the rest of the way up out of it and go, guards, scatter, boys. And then I just take off the direction. (laughs) (laughs) I think as you run, you hear like people laughing and clapping. Get as far away as I can <laughs> where nobody can see me anymore. Uh, and then try and go back in the front gate. I don't know. I don't want to teleport back in. I'm, I'll be on camera again. Oh, fair, fair. Um, no, I'll get far. I'll get far enough away that nobody can see me. And then I'll just teleport back to the base of the ladder that I went down to get in the tunnel. Okay. And just try and sneak my way back up when I can see that the camera's not going to be seeing. Yeah, no problem. And I think that you come up uh, right about the time that Tass comes back over the fence. Uh, and so you see Jake coming out of a hole in the ground and you see Tass leaping back over the fence. How'd it go over here? Uh, I accidentally did a rendition of the jailbreak for an entire crowd of people and cameras. How did yours thing go? Just about as bad. There was somebody working at the chapel, so I couldn't call you to teleport there. Okay. Well, we did our best. Yep. There's a <laughs> real good chance that that lady's calling security too. So I think we've seen what we got to see. Maybe we get Megan and go. We haven't seen anything. We've seen so little, Tess. I know, but we can at least teleport back to this spot at well, night. Okay, well, let's let's start moving back down the cell block. Let's see, like, if they're if they're on to us, I guess. Yeah, all right. Because worst case, we can kind of run back out here and then teleport if we gotta. Okay. I want to get up cell block four as well, because that's the other exit to the yard that we might be able to loop around from. So let's start heading that direction. Cool. Yeah, and as the two of you start to head down uh, back through cell block seven, you do hear over the intercom, uh, paging Mr. Alice, Mr. Alice, uh, please report to the guard station to pick up your badge. (laughs) Uh, So Megan, back on the guided tour, there are a couple more pieces of information that Rory gives you. He points out that uh, many people will have claimed to see a guard tower materialize at night helmed by a mysterious figure. That many visitors have claimed to have fallen sick while visiting the penitentiary. Many workers at the penitentiary uh, have allegedly quit with no notice, running in fear from some strange, sinister force. And that when its construction was completed in 1829, it was the largest building in the United States. Is there anything else that you want to ask him about specifically? Yeah, I guess the only thing I could think of would be to elaborate a little bit on these sightings and hauntings. Like, we've seen... Like, people have seen handles jiggling and blobs of energy. Like, are there any stories behind, like, this is the assumed reasoning behind that? Or, like, this is who the mysterious figure at the guard tower was, or the baby crying, or people got sick when they were visiting here. Like, what kind of sickness? Uh, As far as I know, uh, the the bulk of the handles jiggling uh, come from cells that are near places where inmates either killed themselves or killed someone else. And the blob, I have not personally seen. I I don't know what it could be in reference to. Um, what what else? Uh, this guard tower that appears with a mysterious figure. Is there uh, stories about who that is, or what? Like, why is there a baby crying in a prison? Oh, uh, yes. Some believe that the guard tower is manned by one of the the more vicious guards who worked here in the late 1900s who enjoyed uh, his work a little too much. And some say at times you can hear his laughter echoing through the halls. As for the baby, I think it's best not to think about that because I don't understand why there would have been a baby in a prison. My deep desire is that it is someone pretending to be a baby, like a like a normal ghost that pretends to be a baby just to mess with people as opposed to an actual ghost baby. Is it bad that my first thought was I could probably find a ghost baby easier, though? (laughs) (laughs) I believe that is the ghost of Freddy Babyface. Baby voice? This is just getting dumber. Baby (laughs) voice. 
Willie baby voice Jenkins, the notorious gangster. Everybody put your hands up. <laughs> this is a wobbly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can't I can't think of anything else I would want to ask then. Okay. So Jake and Tash, you make it out of cell block seven. Uh, are you ignoring the call over the intercom? I don't know what that call means. Yeah. <laughs> so Fair. I am. Uh, yeah. So you continue to head down cell block four uh, and you get to the end uh, and it does open up again. On this side, there is a little bit more grass on your left side. And then there is a baseball diamond on the right, as well as uh, some bathrooms. Um, I'm going to walk around to the left, the direction of the chapel, and go at least as far as I can. Yeah, so as far as you can go is right to the corner of cell block five. So you don't even get around the corner enough to see where the chapel is. But there is, again, that six-foot-tall chain-link fence. And this is certainly closer than where you were coming out of cell block seven. Is it just like the six-foot chain-link again? Yep. Well, this is at least closer as the crow flies. Yeah, fair. I mean, I can try again to get over this and get close from the other direction and hope that that lady hasn't moved around to that side, but it's up to you, man. I don't think that's worth it right now. All right, then let's go meet up. All right. Yeah, so as you two head back in, uh, you do find Megan at the central hub. Her tour has just ended, and Rory is asking if there are any final questions uh, before he releases everyone to go meet the next tour group. How'd your thing go? Uh, it was pretty good, actually. A lot of, lot of hauntings in this place. How'd yours go? Uh, we both goofed it a little bit, but we covered some ground and we have some thoughts about where we could come back in later. What happened? A lot of people got photos of me escaping through the escape tunnel. Oh. A groundskeeper caught me at the chapel. Oh. All of those calls for Mr. Alice are for me. What? Okay, I thought maybe they were for me. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought of because I heard you as you we were walking you away. You stole my, I my cover name. Couldn't, I don't usually. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. So I don't know if that's like a trap to get me there to yell at me or whether they actually have a tag for me or something. I mean, it would be great to have a badge, but I imagine they would probably ask for an ID before they gave it to you. Yeah, which is a problem. Uh-huh. I mean, I that's can't not tell your them. name and it's not your fake name no, either. No, it's not. Okay, um, let me fill you in on the things that I've learned. There's like weird stuff, man, like babies crying, handles jiggling, a blob of energy appearing, disappearing, uh like voices will just whisper your name which is like weird because it's like i get it like a ghost being like around but like how do they know your name like do they hear it or like what if you give a fake name are they going to whisper your fake name or your real name um there's a really weird one where people will see like a whole guard tower just appear and there's like some like really shitty guard who like to be mean like manning it and that appears and disappears uh people get sick when they're here workers have quit because they've been freaked out um yeah, that's that's all I can really think of it. It was like the largest building in the U.S. at one point. It's considered like one of the most haunted places. Okay, so we'll have our work cut out. Um, oh, I forgot the the cool part, like the important part though. The warden, the first warden, Michael Cassidy. He was like a he was like a super Catholic dude, and he like had his his office like down with like all the inmates, and they would like paint murals in his office, and apparently they were like really cool and have been restored. And I feel like if that's something connected to like the chapel, I don't know if that like maybe they depict something that would be good for us to see. And where are those? Like, where is that office or whatever? Uh, uh, 19 in cell block one, I believe, if I remember right. Let's go look. Yeah, let's go. Let's go check it out. Uh, so the three of you head to the area marked 19 on the map, which is uh, the previous Michael Cassidy's office. Um, there is an artist in there right now doing restoration on one of the walls. And they turn and they they look as you approach. Oh, hello. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? Not too bad. Doing some restoration? Yes, it's a very taxing process. Uh, what's the what's the medium? What's your kind of process for, for fixing this up? Oh, uh, yes, we uh, have some old uh, photos and, as strange as it sounds, paintings of the paintings. Uh, and we use uh, a computer here, and he indicates to it, to color match uh, and then we uh, we get uh, paint. It's not exactly 3D printed. I, I don't know how the technology works. I just know that I scan the color and then the paint comes out that color. Excellent. That's so neat. Well, they look beautiful. You're doing an amazing job. Oh, thank you. It's it's not just me. It is uh, hundreds of volunteers over the course of a very long period of time. How long has this been going on? Dozens of years. Oh, fantastic. Well, I mean, do you mind if we just take a look around? I don't want to interrupt you. You're obviously very busy. Um, you know, let me check. We're not supposed to let people in here while we're working. Let me let me call someone and find out. 
and uh, they pick up their walkie-talkie on their belt, and they call into it. Uh, can I get security here? We've got some people who would like to come in and look around. I, I don't have a problem with it, um, but I, I want to make sure that I won't get in trouble. They won't get in trouble. And a voice comes over and says that they'll be right down. Okay. I look at Tass questioningly. I think I'll, I'll reach out to these guys. Are you guys good to be here with everyone having seen you do stuff? I mean, I'm certain I wasn't seen by the cameras, but I could have been described by the groundskeeper, so I'm not sure. I mean, if it's better for you guys to go, I think I can probably bullshit my way into staying here. Yeah, so then I, I turn kind of back to the guy. Oh, thank you for, for double-checking on that for us. Definitely don't want to get you in any kind of trouble. Um... And I look back at the guys, you guys don't have to stick around. I know you're not really into art as much as I am and like the whole process and everything. I know you wanted to check out like the tunnel and like cool cell block stuff. Yeah, I hate art. So I'm going to do that. <laughs> the guy's like, huh? fuck you. <laughs> uh, I will go with Tass. I know I was spotted by people. I don't know if I was spotted by authorities, but I'm afraid of it anyway. So when you two step out of this office, where are you going? Uh, can we... Can I time it out to where we're not being observed and then teleport us out? Sure. Roll act under pressure. Dang it. Oh, 10. Yeah. Where are you going? The car. Yeah. So the two of you vanish. Uh, and I think as you do, you see the shadow of a figure like coming around the corner from the hub. Uh, and a couple seconds later, Megan, a security guard, steps in behind you. Uh, hi. Um, What's going on? Oh, hi. Yeah. No, I just uh, I was on the tour and uh, our wonderful tour guide was talking about how there was some mural restoration going on here. And I'm just, you know, I'm a big fan of, of painting and the restoration process in general. And so I you know, came down this way to, to take a look. And um, I'm so sorry, I didn't catch your name. And I look at the artist. And like, as you're doing this, the security guard is already like nodding and trying to get you to stop. He's, he's, uh, that's that's fine. Just no pictures. Oh, OK. Yeah, no problem. And he turns and walks out. Okay, thank you. Well, here we are. Yes. Um, I Like I said, I don't want to interrupt you, but if you don't mind, I would love to ask you a couple of questions. Oh, sure. Um, so these murals, and I guess I'm, I'm looking around at these murals, like how many are there? There are 23 murals here. Uh, and in front of each one, there is a little plaque that has an image of uh, either what it's going to look like when it's finished or in some cases what it looked like before it was restored. And then there's a blurb on it about the artist and... Um, the subject matter. Wonderful. So I think I, I mean, there's a lot in here, way more than I expected coming to this office. So I think first I'll just kind of stroll around. I'll do that like art gallery stroll. Yeah. Like I put my, I put my hands behind my back and kind of like hold my wrist with my other hand and just look at the, look at the paintings and look at the depictions of like what they used to look like. And I'm just looking for anything that might give me an indication of what we could be looking for. Yeah. Roll investigate a mystery. Six. Yeah. You look around and it really is so distracting, all of the art, the progress that they have made, the state of decay that has happened to so many of them, um, that I think it's distracting you a little bit. Uh, and the actual, the the beauty and the painstakingness uh, that this artist is doing to restore even just an inch of this over the course of hours. I think I'll ask him, what would you say is the most interesting aspect of these murals that you've gone through? Anything that kind of sticks out in your mind what do you mean well i mean they're all seem like they were pretty intense paintings they're they're beautiful there's a lot going on is there anything i don't know that seems maybe out of place or just particularly interesting i mean for the most part they have a very specific subject matter as you can see um and it's a lot of angelic images old empires things like that they were all painted by inmates uh, at the request of the warden. You know, some of them, as you can see, are are very, the skill levels vary, we'll say, of the artists. Right. Um, which one would you say is the most intricate, took the most skill to actually pull off? Gosh, that's so subjective. It depends uh, if you're good at shading or are you good at shapes? Like, what is your strong suit? For me, uh, I think probably this one would have been the most difficult. Uh, and it's a, a large stone wall with arches built into it and guards moving along the top and guards down at the bottom. The perspective on this, I think, was was very challenging to get the difference in size uh, of the guards that are up on top of the wall compared to the ones at the bottom uh, and to make you feel like you're actually looking at a wall. Is this a depiction of a part of the actual penitentiary? Uh, it is not. Oh. No, this is, I believe, um, I think it was their interpretation of the Roman era, maybe the aqueducts. Oh, gotcha. Well, fantastic. Can I ask... Uh... What What is your name? Is this restoration something you do uh, fairly often? Do you have a business card? 
perhaps? Oh, yes. Uh, I, I am contracted here for quite a while, uh, but my name is Reginald, uh, and he reaches into his back pocket uh, and pulls out a rag and cleans his hands off, and he hands you a card that's got his name and his contact information on it. Perfect. I pocket that. Uh, well, thank you, Reginald, so much for the information and for letting me take a look around. You really are doing a fantastic job, and thank you for putting so much effort into restoring this art and beautiful part of history. Yeah, well, thank you. It's my pleasure. Yeah, I'll see you around. Bye. Have a good day. And I leave. So the three of you have reconvened at Damien's car. What's going on? Well, I feel like I have a lot more questions, but we at least got into where we can get close to the chapel. If there's anything else that's going to be going on once we go in at night... We just got to keep our eyes out. I mean, those gargoyles do something. I mean, it's definitely haunted. So there's probably going to be some ghost action going on. And all the ghosts sound pretty scary. So I'm afraid that like they're going to be dangerous ghosts. But the gargoyles are, what was their job? They're supposed to keep things in, I think. Okay. So they wouldn't necessarily be on our side, like getting us. They might just want to keep us there for eternity because we're in and we're not supposed to be. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping it's more of like a, you know, Hudson and Broadway kind of thing. Like we got some gargoyles on the team, but yeah, I just, I don't know. We won't know till we know. Well, I guess we just sneak in come midnight or so and still try to make our way to the chapel, try to avoid the cameras. We, do we want to bother to do anything about the cameras? Like, I feel like it'd be easier to just try to avoid them than to try and like shut them down. Yeah, we'd have to get into that hub. I mean, I, there's a lot of them, though. Yeah, I mean, we can do the same thing at least. Get me to that point on the corner that's close, and I can sneak my way to the chapel, and you can get to me then. How close did you get, Jake? Uh, I mean, I got right around the corner from the nearest cell block. Well, that's not bad. I wonder what they do to, like, secure the escape tunnel. Surely they don't just leave an open escape tunnel, like, during the off hours, right? Well, I mean, it's... It's like fenced off or something, right? I mean, sort of. It's like knee high to a frog. Like to get to it? Oh, what was it like on the way on the outside? It was the same. It was just kind of decorative. Just a tiny little fence. I mean, I guess it doesn't necessarily matter. I'm just curious. It seems weird for a place that has 10,000 cameras to also just have a literally the tunnel people use to break out of the place accessible from the outside of the walls. Yeah, I'm sure kind of the same as the rest, though. There's only so much they can do. And this is a glorified tourist trap like... I'm sure they have cameras on it, and if they see somebody messing around it, they're going to come after them. Like, if they see somebody go in, they're going to know where they're going to come out. Well, that's true. Also, maybe it's just hella haunted down there at night. Oh, God. Maybe you just get down there, and there's 12 prisoners waiting to gut you. Oh, that's where the God. baby lives. That's where the baby oh, lives. Yeah. Come on with the baby. We heard the baby. Oh, yeah, we heard the baby. You heard the baby? And yeah. The, and the jiggling doorknob and the, the shoulder tap and everything. What? Shoulder tap? I didn't get that one. What is it? Oh, something tapped on Tassa's shoulder. It was a ghost. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm looking at Megan like side eyes, like a ghost tapped on his shoulder. <laughs> it did. It was weird. And like, I'm kind of like turning my back to him pointing like it was me. I'm taking up like my notebook to write it down. And I look at Jake and I'm just like nod. And then I just like pretend to write something down. <laughs> put my notebook away. She just writes, LOL. Good one. Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> it, it scared the shit out of me. I mean, I turned around and legitimately Jake was the only one there. So like, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. It was a rascally it ghost. Weird. Um, I saw a vision of somebody getting murdered. Like, yeah, it's it's messed up in there. We got to be careful. Whoa, you saw somebody get murdered? Yeah. Who was it? An inmate, I think. What cell block? Seven. I mean, did you guys figure out, like, was there anybody famous in that cell? We did not. It's not part of the tour. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't get anything from the murals, unfortunately. They're so damaged, and I just it looked like just a lot of fanciness. I did get this card of the restoration guys so that might come in handy well as we consider exactly what to do and wait you know this whole first part has felt very much like well we're just going to go in and get the lay of the land and that was it it turned out to be a little more actionable but like what we're planning now seems to be the real deal could i invoke my destiny's plaything? yeah roll it 11 so that is a useful detail about the mystery i think the vision that you get as you stand there and your eyes glow with this white energy, are these two large gargoyles moving through the prison and attacking things that come out of the cell blocks. You were having the conversation earlier about like, oh, what what is their deal exactly? And you get the impression that from the way that they're moving, the way that they're scanning, their entire purpose is to make sure nothing comes out of a cell block. Okay. Uh, I think then as that fades, 
I turned to them again. I got something about the the gargoyles, I think. They patrol. Like, they move. This isn't just some totem thing. Like, it's not just like a, you know, a thing that's static where they emit something. I saw them moving, and they don't want anything to get out of those cell blocks at night. Assuming that means including us. I mean, it sure felt like capital N nothing. Well, it's a good thing we're not planning to go into a cell block. Well... And that's hoping that what we need is in the chapel. So if the gargoyles walk around and beat up ghosts, then are the cameras not on at night? Either that or the people that work here know what's up or maybe can't even see them. I mean, these things could be a lot of different things. Hmm. Just invisible to the naked eye. Could be. Possibly. Well, hopefully we can figure out a way to see them if we're going to be out and about. Well, I mean, if they're just invisible, I'll be able to see them. But we've got to be vigilant in general. Hopefully. What we need's in the chapel, and we'll just be able to grab it and go. But if that leads us to a thing that leads us to a thing, we just got to be ready for anything. How do we fight gargoyle ghosts? Damien, do you know anything about gargoyles? No. <laughs> Died. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we'll just figure it out along the way as we usually do. I mean, we have some hours before night. I don't know what favors we could call in or where we could go that's close. You know, there's the tours that come through here at night, right? With, like, a lot of ghost hunters and stuff? Yep. I wonder if any of them are coming through with, like, having already done their research, you know? Like, maybe we could just, like, hang out outside, and as they come in, we could just be like, hey, so, like, what what are you here for? Like, what are you trying to get? What do you know? See if anybody has some information that we weren't able to get. Find somebody who's already done the homework and just copy off them, you know what I mean? Yeah, if we think that's the best way to get some information, great. Or, again, we just try to avoid these things, because I don't, I don't want to, like, hurt them unless it's defensive. Like, they're doing... A service, sort of. Yeah, agreed. I think it'd be best just to stay off their radar if possible, but we'd kind of need to know how they hunt. Yeah. What about ghosts? What if we've run into ghosts? I've never run into ghosts before. I don't know what to do. I don't feel like I could use any of my usual stuff on them, question mark? Definitely not my crossbow. Uh, I mean, the usual things generally apply unless there's something wild and specific. Salt, cold iron, you know, stuff like that will dissipate them. You know, it won't take them out entirely, but... Uh, might hurt them enough to stop if you're in a bad spot. Um, I think Jake and I will be okay with magic weapons. Uh, and I, I have a revolver with some cold iron rounds if you want it. All right. Well, let's kill some time, come back closer to the night tours and hang out out front and try to get some information out of the ghost hunters. I feel like if we go at them as other ghost hunters, they might be protective of their secrets. But I feel like if we go at them as like fans, mm. they might spill their details. Gotcha. I like that. So let's look up some local ghost hunter blogs and stuff and have that information available in case we see those people. We can be like, oh my God, we read your blog. Yeah, absolutely. I'm on this. Roll luck. 10. Yeah, so you find a couple of uh, local websites for ghost hunters. Uh, and a few of them do say that like, oh yeah, in the coming weeks, we're headed to uh, the Eastern State Penitentiary. They are the ghost getters and the... The polter guys. The polter guys. Oh, I that's, like that. That's, that's so good. So yeah. good, Tass. Thanks. That's trademark now. Yeah, <laughs> we are. We are going to start a team in yes. real life called the Polter Guys. The Polter Guys. I love it. Uh, and uh, the Oni ones here. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. All right. Well, cut to yeah <laughs> nighttime. <laughs> We've pulled back up. With slushies. Yeah. All right. So it is later that night and Damien has brought you all back. Uh, before he goes to park around the corner, he does take out the necklace. So I'm going to ask one of you to take this and when you find whatever it is, crush it and hold it against that center gem because I'm not sure that I would even be able to be around the thing that you're going to find. Oh, yeah. Fair. So I, it'll be safe in, in there, though. Like that energy won't affect me. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. This is my deal with you. Okay, and he drives away. All right, I'll kind of shuffle us all over towards the entrance, and I have like a like a notebook and like a pencil, and like a like I'm a big fan. Like I'm excitedly waiting to talk to somebody. Yeah, same. I have my uh, I have my phone out with like the camera, and I'm like like on my tiptoes trying to see like who's showing up, and like I got a pen. Okay, so as you are all standing there, uh, a group of four people do approach. They've got large duffel bags filled with heavy equipment, and they start to walk by. Uh, do I recognize their pictures from any of the blogs? Yes. Who are these guys? They are the... It is the Poulter guys. 
okay do i recognize them like by their pic do they have like like member pictures oh for sure okay so what, what are their what are their names it's uh eric and john and Corey and karen yeah i think i like tap jake on the shoulder like oh my god it's them it's them it's them <gasps> you're the poltergeist yeah oh my god are you are you here for the are you here for the tour are you gonna find some ghosts uh yeah that's the plan Oh my god, we're so we're so excited! It's so great to finally meet you. Oh, are you are you guys fans? That's uh, huge fans. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we were we were actually hoping we've been waiting here trying to catch you guys before you go in. We wanted to ask you guys like, what's what are you guys what are you looking for? What are you hoping to find tonight? Oh man, I really we're just trying to see if we can catch anything. You know, document anything. Uh, Poltergeist would be would be baller, obviously, because you know the ah, name. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, I haven't heard a whole lot about poltergeists here. It seems like the ghosts are just, like, real, real nasty. Uh, and there's, like, a crying baby and a blob that shimmers. and Stuff taps you on the shoulder. Oh, yeah? I hadn't heard that. Yeah, it happened to me once when I was taking a tour. Oh, yeah. But all, all that stuff you said, like, that's all the stuff on the tour. Like, you guys, you guys got something special, right? You got something that most people don't know about that you're looking for? Yeah, we know exactly how you guys do all, like, your research because you're, like, you're, like, professionals. You're, like, the best of the best, obviously. So, like, you obviously know, like, more, right? Yeah, roll manipulate someone. Oh. Five. Hey. Hey, wait a second. Aren't you that girl from the Oni one here? Are you trying to steal our information? Get out of here, poser. And they go inside. I just leveled up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are you taking? I think I'm taking a plus one on my sharp. Uh, yeah, so the poltergeist head inside, scoffing at you as they go. No. And Damn it. an hour later, they come back out, and they, they give you a wide berth, um, and then no one else shows up. Well, shit. Sorry. Nothing to be sorry about. We tried. I think I'm looking up uh, only ones here to try and see who it is that they think I look like, because <laughs> no, I'm curious. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, there is... Like, if you didn't know you, like, if they have a passing familiarity, like, oh, this 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 woman has blue hair and glasses. and Excellent. What's know, her name? Alice. <laughs> 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 okay, perfect. What's what does it have? Does it have her last name on there as well? No, that's dangerous. Just inviting stalkers at that point. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And as you are all standing outside, you do hear from deep within the penitentiary the sound of a clock striking midnight and at this point have we seen like staff leave and whatever like anybody would be here yeah watch them go mm -hmm. all right y'all ready always Ooh, yep uh, i will produce our equipment so that everybody can get equipped and then i will teleport us in near cell block five all right roll angel wings 13 yeah the three of you vanish in a burst of flame and appear on the lawn on the top corner of cell block five, right next to the fence. All right, here I go. I'll hit you on mic when I am close to the chapel. Okay. And I'm going to try to climb this fence. All right. I think again, Tass, roll act under pressure to get to there unobserved. Excellent. And that minus one is ongoing from my injury, right? Correct. Okay. Seven. So Tash, you leap over the fence and start making your way towards the chapel. As you come around the corner to cell block five, the door in this cell block bursts open and an invisible force knocks you to the ground. And as you hit, you hear this loud screech coming from high above you. And then there is this flash of light. And in this burst, you can see the silhouette of a winged creature holding a humanoid figure by the neck and throwing it back inside the open cell block door. The Crit Show is a Crit Show Studios production, edited and produced by Brandon Wentz with music by Jake Purley. You can find more information about us at thecritshowpodcast.com. To keep up to date with upcoming live shows, contests, and other special events, follow us at The Crit Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For even more weekly content, join us at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In the alley, the scent is stronger, overpowering. As I watch, the overhead lamps flicker and wink out one by one. God damn it. No. The girl appears briefly under the last streetlight, the headphones snug against her ears, the Walkman clasped to her hip. 
She's oblivious as she walks, lost in her own world. Hey, stop! I need to talk to you! Then she's swallowed up by the darkness again. Helen, wait a second! It strikes her in the gloom so fast she barely has time to scream. She falls into the edge of the lamplight and lies there, bleeding, motionless. The man's skin is scaly, flaking, and there are patches of soot on his cheeks. He stares at me with eyes like midnight. Eyes that are devoid of remorse, devoid of humanity. He's one of them. I turn and run, and I don't look back. The Road of Shadows, a new mystery and suspense audio drama by Mark R. Healy, creator of The Strata. Listen now at theroadofshadows.com. Thank you.